0: Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. November is nearly in the can. In 1803, there is a major land flip going on between Spain, France, and the U.S. It was the Mississippi River drainage to the west. The drainage to the east was already part of the United States. Today we know it as the Louisiana Purchase. The idea of land parcels being defined by rivers is fairly easy to determine, but it was a common practice to use the drainage area. That runs along ridgetops and is not easy to define. The demarcation is easy, but determining if it is a part of a specific basin is another. If you would like to delve into the idea, the National Weather Service website has a tab on rivers and they highly define basins down to fairly small streams. Shipping traffic on the Great Lakes makes a major step forward with the opening of the Welland Canal in 1829. The canal connects Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. The natural flow goes over Niagara Falls, a bit difficult for boat transit in either direction. The American novelist Samuel Langhorne Clements was born on this day in 1835. He was raised in the river town of Hannibal, Missouri, and the Mississippi River will play a significant part of his life. He will spend a few years prior to the Civil War as a pilot on the river. It was from his days there that he took the pen name Mark Twain. British Prime Minister Winston Churchill was born on this day in 1874. He will be known for leading England through the dark days of World War II. While there was still much fighting to be done before the war was put to an end, upon hearing that the Japanese had bombed Pearl Harbor, he is quoted as saying he went to bed and slept the sleep of the saved that night. Other reports claimed he entered the cabinet meeting the next day with a smile and a celebratory mood, proclaiming the war is over. On America's entrance into the war, he said, the United States, united as never before, have drawn the sword of freedom and cast away the scabbard. There's a major debate that surrounds some risky behaviors and activities. I often remark the debate is centered around two laws of nature that are nearly universal. The maternal concern for the preservation of the species, which is directly opposed to the paternal concern for the entertainment of the species. This is also related to the fact that risky behavior gene is located on the Y chromosome, or at the very least, highly modified by it. While you might find it wise to avoid some activities, I should point out that staying in bed can also be a risk. A woman in Silicon Alabama, is taking an afternoon nap in 1954 when a grapefruit-sized meteorite fragment crashes through her roof and strikes her. Bruised but otherwise unharmed, the event sparked national interest. The space rock was donated to the Alabama Museum of Natural History. A second piece landed a few miles away and was donated to the Smithsonian. Public announcements about troop withdrawals from Vietnam are discontinued in 1972, as the count was now below 27,000 for the first time in eight years. Michael Jackson's Thriller album is released in 1982. It will go on to become the best-selling record album in history. Operation Desert Storm, the war to liberate Kuwait from the Iraqi invasion, officially ends in 1995. Spotify is in the news this morning with their year-end stats known as Spotify Wrapped. Joe Rogan is the top podcaster. I was hoping to win the spot, but there's always next year. My listenership is a bit below Rogan's. So share and like the program widely, and we'll see what next year brings. That's history and comment for the 30th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.